If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hello and welcome to Podcast Unlock episode 405. I'm Maria Sanchez filling in for Ryan McCaffrey while he takes a much needed vacation. We've got plenty to talk about though. We're going to kick things off with some Monster Hunter Iceborne preview commentary from our Monster Hunter expert. Very excited to have her on. Um, And then we have plenty else more on the show. We have some new details on the Outer Wilds difficulty settings, which actually changed the game a whole lot. And that's super cool. And then we also have some news about Microsoft's Mixer platform, uh, Interesting news to say the least, but you know, we'll get to it in here in a second. Stay tuned. Yay, we did it. <laughs> Sometimes uh, whenever Ryan leaves, someone will always mess with these settings in here. And I'm just like, why isn't this working anymore? <laughs> I don't usually host, but now here we are. We did yeah, it. You do a good job hosting. Yeah, thanks. Well, I'm glad to have you on to set everything up. To press the buttons and yeah. set up the camera and do the lights. Yeah. The room was a little bit of a disaster today. <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, why is there a ladder in our shot? We've, we've had a little <laughs> bit of chaos. Uh, yeah. So joining me on this week's show is Destin Gary. Bam! Hey, everybody. I've missed that bam. That was so loud. <laughs> so good. Very That's loud. why I, ha- I had to adjust the audio. Yeah. Like, Will my bam come through at an appropriate level? It's very important. <laughs> the key point of the show. Definitely. Uh, and making her podcast unlock debut is Casey DeFridis, our monster hunter, monster hunter expert. Hello. Hey. <laughs> and then <laughs> next to her is Mark Medina. Yeah, the other monster monster hunter expert. Yeah, I'm here to talk about monster hunter. I love monsters. Where you hunt I love monsters. hunting them. Let's yeah. do this. Mark and I were putting together our like games list and like we assign leads to just make sure that like things are happening on the video side. And uh, next to Monster Hunter, I just put Casey. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I didn't talk yep. to her about it. I'm just like, yeah, I don't no. we don't know anything about this. And game. then a whole team of people who've yeah. never played it. <laughs> yep, we know. Yeah. Oh, I a lot of us yeah. have played it. Oh, I meant our yeah. team. Nobody has actually played <laughs> it play like her. an though. hour or so. <laughs> I played two hours of Dauntless, yeah. so that's that got to count for something. <laughs> I played about half of Monster Hunter World, so I got to like the main big 
big mm-hmm. boss fight and yeah. then everything else opens up and there's more to do and then I just didn't have time to go back into it. I think I had like 40 hours at that point. Yeah, I know like, Duggan got to around the same point, mm-hmm. but otherwise um, Tom's beaten the game and Stella has beaten the game. But yeah. Stella has a PC save, so she can't play Iceborne when it first comes Aww. out. Yeah, unfortunately, because it's going to be console only. But yeah, I did get to go hands-on with Monster Hunter World Iceborne for the first few hours of the game. Uh, I think I played for about like four or five hours, so I was able to do six hunts. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really cool. We got to... There are so many small improvements that will make the experience overall just significantly better. Um Man, like I, they're gonna sound really small and really insignificant, but Hit it's significant. Hey, I we, promise. We all know how important <laughs> those little things are. Like they go a long way. So in Monster Hunter, you have radio menus, and um, previously in Monster Hunter World, you couldn't use your radio menu in the hub with uh, other people. Mm-hmm. Manner, yeah. <laughs> but now you can. You can make a radio menu specifically for. Uh, social and interacting with people so you can use emotes and everything in the hub damn i know but there's <laughs> more dustin's um, mind has been blown you can he also, can dance in a town you can without having to go through a bunch of different menus you can mm-hmm. just radio menu and you, then you can prance let's go monster hunter world iceborne but wait there's more also with the radio menu i'm being color commentary in case <laughs> the listeners are wondering <laughs> um so you could always add crafting items onto your radio menu as well so if you were a gunner or if you did support sword and shield which was especially important for like something like the behemoth uh, raid not raid but it was basically like an mmo boss fight it was very difficult yeah um you would have to be crafting items all the time on the go and before you would have to press the stick every time you wanted to no nope. craft one. No way. And now you can not anymore. It. Now you can change it to all. So if you are missing all three flash pods, you can craft all three at the same time. Or if you're missing ten mega potions, you can craft all ten at the same time. That's what I'm and talking about. No, right, Monster Hunter like, World fans. I don't know. I do so much support in this game and so much crafting that that just makes it so much easier. Because before I would like run in circles trying to avoid something, crafting <laughs> all of my stuff, and it would just take forever. And now it's super. Now it's simple. I yeah. hope I'm not coming off patronizing. I'm trying <laughs> to I'm sweet. trying to be the voice of the community who is really excited like you are. Yeah, I don't know for like, this I, content, you know. And I also one of the things I went back and told people like my friends who are super into it, guys, there are going to be decoration slots on mantles now. And Get it. That sounds Yay. But, and they're only adding, on mantles? Yeah. It's like what happens when you mantle? What? No. Oh. They're just a, I blew the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> so it's called um, a hunter tool, and it's a something that you put on that adds a special effect. And now when you put it on, it'll have that special effect as well as whatever the decorations do. So they'll add extra points into your attack boost or your critical eye or your evade window or whatever you want it to be. Okay. Um, you can also now change your palico equipment besides the box and from the armory. And before, you would have to go inside of your room to be able to change mm-hmm. it. Um, uh, that's actually... Yeah. Just a nice quality of life thing. Yeah. I'm being Ex- genuine. Yeah. Like yeah, the, the, anytime, you ha- anytime you got to go somewhere else mm-hmm. in a game, it's uh, obnoxious. And you can do it like more in the open world or whatever. That's nice. That's mm-hmm. nice so, sometimes I do like that because it forces you to go to a different environment that you maybe don't go to that often. Mm-hmm. And that's the it's whole true. point, right? It's like trying to get you to go do that. Yeah. And so I get it, but also agree. Like, just let me change my palico <laughs> when I need to because, like, they're with you the whole time. It's like, yes. just my right hand needs to be changed easily. Yeah. Like sometimes I usually rock it and make my palico look like a moogle, but sometimes I want him to look like a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's one question everyone has. Yeah. What is a palico? <gasps> it's the little cat guys. Yeah. Even yeah. I know that. The like palico. a calico palico? 
Yeah. It can, can it be. be a calico? It can calico? be a yeah, oh, calico. Okay, I'm in. It's, it's just a, your little My cat is friend. a calico. They fight with you. Yeah. They're great. They're your friends. My cat fights with me. And <laughs> you can now, you can now <laughs> pet your palico that's like in the gathering. That's so hub. huge. And you that, were never able to do Twitter that before. Account. Can you pet the palico? Yeah. That Everyone's one. favorite Twitter account. We, we tag. Like, can you pet the dog is the Twitter account. I wonder yeah. if they tweeted about that. We actually tagged them in it and they ignored us. Oh. Well, it's because it's Very a cat. Rude. They're looking to pet dogs. <laughs> Sometimes they post about cats, I think. Do they? For April Fool's. <laughs> oh, for, oh, well. We all know cats are superior. Maybe, maybe in eight months we'll see. <laughs> we'll but, get we'll get their due. Yeah, there are a ton of like very small quality of life changes there. We have an article up called like nine exciting quality of life changes up right now. And we're going to be adding to that as the month goes on as we notice more things. At least the things that we're allowed to talk about. Yeah. So look out for that. Um, but one of the biggest changes is now the gathering hub where you go to hang out with all of your people mm. has everything you need. Because in Monster Hunter World, you go to the gathering hub, the armory isn't there, your research isn't there. So you couldn't like what harvest and farm while what about you're there. The cooking place. The cooking place was there, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. that was it. Like, oh, okay. It was that in your box, but none of the other resources and things you would need to do in between quests were there. And now everything is there. Okay. So you can stay in the gathering hub and you don't have to leave. And like the, on console, the loading screens are kind of brutal. So if you're in the middle of a Kolv Teroff siege, you need to be going as fast as possible to keep up with the other teams because it's um, four groups of four doing things at the same time. You don't have the five minutes to go in between your quests to go all the way back to the armory to like change your bowgun mods, for example. But now you can change your bowgun mods at your box in Iceborne, so it doesn't even matter anymore. It's great. Do, um, do people that only have regular Monster Hunter get any of these quality of life updates? Funny that you ask, as I was just about to mention. So you can change your Palico equipment everywhere in both. You'll be able to use your specific radial menu in the Gathering Hub and like do change all in both. And both will also be getting um, dynamic difficulty settings for two players. So the two players will have a different difficulty setting compared to three or four. So that's super nice and wonderful. Yeah. And man, I haven't even talked about the monsters, but those are really cool too. I was about to say, could you, you please yeah. tell us about the monsters? Because I think that's like the most exciting thing for me. Like obviously the quality of life stuff for a longtime player like you like mm-hmm. makes so much sense. And well, I and I notice and appreciate it. I think for you it like makes so much more of a difference. But I want to know about those monsters. Yeah, yeah Casey. I hope so, it's not just cool. like a reskin. <laughs> that's called so, softball. Yeah. Throwing, yeah. So I did get to fight three three <laughs> yes. new subspecies. And subspecies have been in the Monster Hunter series for a very long time. And you actually, um, Pink Rathian and Azure Rathalos are technically subspecies as well, but they're pretty like soft compared to some of the more like extravagant subspecies that they usually introduced into G-Rank. And so I got to fight um, Viper, Toby Gadachi, um, Nightshade, Paolumu, and Coral Puke Puke. And that Viper, Toby Gadachi, I want to curse, but I'm not <laughs> going to because he was really difficult he can inflict poison with his tail attacks and oh. paralysis with his uh like bite attacks that's a bad combo yeah mm-hmm. and it's very fast and wily and its attack patterns are just slightly different from regular toby Kidachi, so you can't exactly predict what it's going to do and that carded two of us at the same time so i was playing it was me and tom and then two other people carded me and another person at the same time <laughs> dang what's, yeah. what's that monster's name toby Kidachi. viper toby, toby Kidachi. all right i'm gonna <laughs> practice that it's um like a snake flying squirrel monster. Is it the one that like pops sure? Up? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one that looks like a snake and, and he like is this and then can fly. 
Oh, okay. How does yeah. it do it, though? This. I missed. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how Togo Dodachi's fly, <laughs> Destin? Imagine a flying squirrel, except it has scales and a snake oh. head. All right, all right. That's a good right. message. That's, that's what I pictured when I heard the name. So. And then that's there's um, Nightshade the Paolumu, which that's is you're thinking of. the mm -hmm. emo goth puffy yeah. puff boy, mm -hmm. puff bat. So good. It's like a, like a bat with a scaled armadillo tail and a, a mouse head. And its neck is really long, and it can inhale and inflate, and then it flies flies around like a balloon. And one of its attacks is that it like violently deflates, and then like ricochets all over the place like a deflated balloon. They called me and Puff Boy in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and Nightshade, and I did all those things. So. <laughs> Nightshade Balumu, um can now inflict sleep, um, and it can leave areas coated in sleep on the floor. So you not only have to avoid its sleep attacks, but you have to avoid the um, area effects that it leaves around. What do you cut off of these two monsters as like the coveted uh, challenge? They're kind of, um, they're not, these are not super difficult monsters. I think mm -hmm. like, can't really, you can break things, but okay. you're not cutting things off of them. Okay. Well, like some of them you can yeah. cut off like the Yeah, tail no, exactly. Off, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like right. um, Coral Puke Puke, you can't cut off its tail. Got it. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mark, did you have a nightshade phase? Uh, I did. Uh, <laughs> in high school? Maybe. No. <laughs> it's, it's, it had to ask. See, I think the similarities here. I see it's emo <laughs> instead of goth because it is like a really dark purple, almost black, but then it has some splashes of color here and there. Oh, yeah. It's mm. definitely more emo yeah. than goth. Oh, I did. Totally. Which one? Goth. I'm probably goth more. Okay. Yeah. You had some splashes like of color back then? No color. Okay. No color. Black. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of. Yeah, definitely emo. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> Except I never, I never <laughs> went. 20 years ago. I, I never know. went full <laughs> emo hair. I never went full on, on with it. I had the bangs. I still have the bangs, right? Like, uh. right. <laughs> I had it so. Never mind. Get no, Miranda, tell us about your emo. So high like, school. It was so far in my face that, like, I think it changed my vision a little bit between my eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> so you know, cut your bangs, y'all. <laughs> and then um, I also got to fight Coral Puke Puke, and this is an orange red version of Puke Puke that lives in the Coral Highlands. And it also sprays water out of its tail. Like, imagine a fire hose. So Tom liked to call it the fire truck puke puke. It does look like one. Yeah. Um, it's tail, like, so it can, like, it sprays water out of both ends at the same time sometimes. And it can also fly into the into the air. <laughs> and its tail. <laughs> I remember that one time I got food poisoning. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Okay. And you went <laughs> So That's what happens. Puke Puke gives himself food poisoning by eating just random things it finds around in the world, and then it just like spews water at you. Um, but I wonder what their design inspiration was. Gosh, I don't. I mean, okay. just other bad day. Right I was I was told coming into this podcast, do not derail it. You guys have a hard out today. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Like our news, I've ruined no, it. This is, this is what I was hoping for because our news. We've got good news, but it's not the heaviest news. Um, regular Puke Puke has poison. This one has water. Um, it's water attacks. Even though it doesn't poison you, it does inflict water blight, and it does more damage than Puke Puke's uh, poison attacks. Okay. I like his name. I like Puke Puke. Puke Puke. The name. Monster Hunter monster names are, are really great. Yeah. And the designs are too. I don't know. Monster Hunter. And I like in, in Monster Hunter World, they made it so that all of the monster names will share the same translation. Like uh, Rathalos oh. in previous games, it was Rathalos here, but it was like Leonidas in... Japanese. I don't huh. 
don't quote me on that. It was something like that. I've never played the Miranda Sun or no. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Casey <laughs> DeFridas. IGN.com. But we also got to play a lot with the clutch claw and then do a new tutorial using it. And that's the new tool that only people with Iceborne will be able to play. Coming in clutch. Use. It's really cool and really changes up the gameplay in a totally different way. And so that combined with all of the weapons also have a new attack and a new move. And they're all totally different. The clutch claw is different with every weapon as well. But with every weapon, you can um, grab onto the monster and then you can either attack it with a weapon to wound its hide, which makes it take more damage from that part. And it'll also drop um, slinger ammo, which you can then pick oh, up. Nice. And then the next time you grab onto it, you can change its direction um, with one button. And then you can unleash all of your um, slinger ammo at the same time. And it makes it run forward. So the goal is basically to make it face a wall and then mm -hmm. make it run into the wall and then it falls over. Let me ask you a more generalized question about Monster yes. Hunter World Iceborne. Does this update have you excited to get back into Monster Hunter World? Is this going to bring back a lot of... Laps players. I don't think th Casey's ever stopped playing. No, I but I like mm -hmm. I would because <laughs> like I know how Destiny yeah. goes, right? Yeah. And yeah. this is like eventually there's just not updates. So you're like grinding out mats or something like that. Probably. There were yeah, there were a yeah. few months where I would only come back for special events and like mm -hmm. I was missing something, or like when like the Witcher collab came back, I think is when I started playing again. And, and before that I didn't play until in the it, so Lunastra came out. I basically stopped playing until the Witcher collab came back. Yeah, you did the Witcher and the Street Fighter thing, I remember. Yeah, and Street yeah. Fighter was even before that. They've but, had um, so many cool collaborations from Australia. A yeah. ton. And like, the support they've put behind it has been really impressive, honestly. The Witcher collaboration was insane. And the Ancient Leshen is probably one of the most difficult fights in the game besides Extreme Behemoth. Um, Extreme. Yeah. Well, it's it's behemoth. It's literally in the but title. like an archetypal <laughs> version, and yeah. you have to be hunter rank fifty to fight either of them. But they're like incredibly difficult, and so yeah, I kind of dropped off since Ancient Lesson. But when I knew I was going to be able to play Iceborne again, and it was coming out, I went back to it um, about a month ago and started playing a lot, just trying mm. to prep. like yeah, like trying to prep, get back into it, make sure I was comfortable with everything, learn a new weapon, um, go back and finish doing some repeated challenges that I hadn't done. Like for some reason I had never, I just hadn't done Arc Tempered Zora Magdaros, for mm. example. Mm -hmm. And so I just like went back and redid it. And right now all of the festivals are back again for Xbox, PS4, and PC. And so you can go back and do all of the event quests that you haven't done. And you crack your knuckles dramatically, like, do oh yeah, the very festivals are back. Yeah, festivals <laughs> are great though. Like the way they change up the maps and just the whole aesthetic of them and like what you can get from them are just mm -hmm. really cool. You can get Poogie costumes, you get tickets for Except special pig. layered armor, and they also have um, every day there's a new limited bounty, so you can get yeah. different armor spheres and tickets and stuff. Um, I have a, I do have an article and video on like how to prepare for Iceborne up. So if you want to like watch that, be like, I don't even know where to start or like what do I need to do before Iceborne comes out. That's a really good one. Mm -hmm. um, it's also super worth noting that Monster Hunter World is on Games Pass, guys. Yeah. So oh, if you yeah. have it, like you can just download it and start playing, mm -hmm. and Casey's guy can help you if you're interested in Iceborne and like finding that big expansion. Um, prepare for it. Yeah. So if it's been a while, you can just download it again, or you know, get into it for the first time and see if you like it. I think it's definitely worth it, especially if you have friends to play with. Yeah, I would Tweet Casey with all your Monster Hunter World questions. I will actually Absolutely. respond to you. <laughs> yes. On Twitter is at ShinyKCD. No, I really love Monster Hunter. I've been playing it since 2004, and when I first played it, I had a bunch of people online kind of like shepherd me through it and teaching me how the best way to do things, and like what items I need, what armor I should make. 
and it helped so much. So I like to think I'm just like putting uh, you're the good person. karma back, yeah. back out there. Um, so yeah, even though Monster Hunter World does a much better job at teaching people and tutorializing, there's still a lot of things that you might not even know you, you can do or should be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like have a lot of I get a lot of enjoyment in like helping people. Out. And it's co-op. Mm-hmm. You can play yeah. with other people. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. So definitely give it a try if you can. If Casey's <laughs> cat did not convince you, definitely it's so good. Give it a look. It's some of the most challenging things I've ever done in video games that make me feel genuinely. Um, gosh, what is the word? I don't know, good about doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel accomplished. There we go. Like I actually feel accomplished when we beat something. Like the first time my team beat Behemoth, it was we were just felt so good, mm. so relieved because it was actually challenging and not in a like cheesy way. Mm. Yeah, it, it just didn't feel like it was hard for the sake of them ramping up difficulty or giving it more armor or something. It's like in a way, completely like a raid in Destiny, like your first raid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you figured it out, you figured, like solved all the puzzles and got it together with your team. It's just the best feeling of accomplishment. For sure. Because mm. you know that you improved, and yeah. that's why you were able to beat it. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we will be very excited to see more on Iceborne next month when it's out. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so before we get into news, I did want to make a comment that we did go to the Modern Warfare event. That's what I was gone for. I went with Bobby oh. and with Cindy. Um, but we're going to save that for next week, just in light of some of the events that have been happening in the United States and out of the respect of like what's happening and just, I think for our own personal good, just wait till next week. So, uh, yeah, let's get to the news. All right. Halo Infinite. Anytime we get any news, I'm very excited about it. But this news is very, it feels kind of obvious to me, but it's news nonetheless. Uh, So Halo franchise's development director, Frank O'Connor, said the game will still play and look fantastic on Xbox One while speaking to YouTuber Black Mist 523. I'm shocked he didn't say... This quote wasn't Halo franchise development director Frank O'Connor was like, oh, yeah, Xbox One's going to look like trash. <laughs> yeah. that gar- like, clearly, he's not going to say anything like that. Yeah. But it is it is refreshing to hear that they are optimizing for the Xbox One platform. Yeah, and he continued on to say, obviously, the special citizen for Halo Infinite will be Scarlet, and we've worked with that hardware team to make sure the game shows up amazingly on it. But it will also be for Xbox One, and it will look incredible, which I would expect. I would also probably, they would never say it, but I'd also assume that, like, the OG Xbox, if you're, like, still playing with your launch Xbox, mm-hmm. that thing's going to chug. Mm. Like, I've yeah. been, I'm scared. Yeah. Good. It yeah. chugs on the menu right now. Yeah, yeah. like, I still have <laughs> Well, that's getting an update, too. Oh, it's, cool. It's yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's good to hear them just say anything about Halo Infinite, mm. honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just can't get enough of that. And I know we have to wait till, like, late next year to mm-hmm. get anything else because it's going to be coming I, out with Scarlet. I, like, love this time, though. Mm-hmm. I love this time where it's, like, I'm just so happy new consoles are coming out. Not that I'm, like, new bored new of the old consoles, mm-hmm. but I just... I love this time where it's kind of like, sure, if you have an Xbox One, you'll be able to play Halo Infinite and it'll be fine. But like the special citizen will be on X- <laughs> you know, It's the same thing with like Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most people don't even realize that Breath of the Wild came out for Wii U. And they it's, think it's like a totally bad version, which it's not. It's totally fine. But like that was, a, with- that was a Switch game, you know? And like that's what people were playing it on. I remember playing PS4 back in the day. I... 
I got uh, like Call of Duty Ghosts and I got uh, Assassin's Creed 4. And then I remember playing Call of Duty Ghosts at like a friend's house on 360. And I was like, I, I totally forgot that that wasn't like, mm-hmm. I like this like bridging where it's like, it's still catering to the people who aren't going to make the Switch yet. But then it's also just very exciting to get the new thing and know you're getting the. Whew, yeah, I'm honestly always super surprised to hear that people played Breath of the Wild on Wii U. Just yeah. Because it's like a thing you kind of oh, forget yeah. about. And I wonder if it's going to be kind. I don't know if it'd actually be the same thing between Xbox and Xbox One X. I think maybe in our communities it might be just mm-hmm. because a lot of us are a little bit more intense about our gaming systems and yeah. probably mm-hmm. day one purchases for us. The, yeah. But the Xbox is, One to X was significant. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. curious. I'm curious how far the X and Scarlet are going to be apart based on the tech specs that mm-hmm. we have. It does seem like a significant jump, mm-hmm. but I still haven't seen. Uh, visual evidence of of that uh like i've heard, I've, I've read that scarlet runs 8k 120 fps but who's, which is like, like my tv doesn't even that's yeah that's, that's not that's even like, it can like, yeah that's like benchmarking <laughs> stuff and it also worries me that it's like like obviously they can't show any games running on like ps5 but like that's a demo we got was them running spider-man uh that was that leak. le- leaked vi- yeah that leaked video right um and it's like well of course a PS4 game is going to load super fast. Like, it's a PS4 game. <laughs> so, so super interesting about that. So both Sony and Microsoft are developing proprietary solid-state drives yeah. uh, that are... F- I did a tech test behind the scenes. I never got to finish the feature, but M2 drives currently running on PC. Mm-hmm. I used a test case. I did PS4 with a standard hard drive, PS4 with an SSD, and an Xbox One X, and I test loading times with Grand Theft Auto, something that's on all platforms. Mm. And the, the M2 drive running on a PC did not match the time on that leaked Spider-Man video Mm because I wanted an open world game that would be comparable, right? Yeah. And like extrapolating the data, uh, current M2 drives, and it was a a higher end one. I don't remember specifically the model, the M2 that I tested it on, uh, still didn't meet that type of loading Hmm. time increase. Yeah. That's also like stage demos and stuff like that. But the the only thing that is I kind of... I, you know, we knew it was coming out on Xbox One. That's that's not the announcement. But it's like I'm kind of ready to get past that point. It's really hard to have like a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One X still have to cater to the really, really old consoles. And I know some people have those consoles still, and so that's totally fine. But it's like imagine a cyberpunk that ran only on PS4 Xbox One X. So then it's like, uh, you know, Death Stranding and all these games coming out. So it's like imagine a Scarlet that they were really, like with Halo Infinite, no matter how good they make it, it does still have to run on that giant yeah. black Xbox One where the brick is bigger than the console. <laughs> and like it still <laughs> has to so run nice. on that console. I remember playing Assassin's Creed, uh, not Odyssey, uh, Origins on a regular PS4. And it was like, who's mowing the lawn? Oh, yeah, no, that's yeah. just my PS4 going crazy trying to run this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for the new consoles, though. I still have not got a PS4 Pro. They never, they never went down on sale. It's still not a big enough jump. They're like and, three fifty now, which is like fifty bucks off. But it's, yeah, it's and, you know. And recently, uh, Digital Foundry did a, a fascinating study about the PlayStation Four Pro and like the timing when it came out. It just wasn't enough of the jump for me to warrant that purchase yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the price hasn't come down, I'm just like. It's like the X, the X was yep. like easy. I had a standard Xbox to an X. That's a significant jump. But going mm-hmm. from like 1080 to not really 4K, that's just yeah. not a good sell. For it does. It did. It was noticeable in a game like Monster Hunter. Yeah. And it was also noticeable in a game like 
Red Dead. Yep. Um, but, loading times, right? Um, like loading times. And well, and like also, Monster Hunter has like a high frame rate mode. And yeah. it's like, they kind of seem like they did away with some of that stuff, which was yeah. weird. It's like when it first came out, it was like all the games got these like high frame rate modes. And now it's like every game that comes out, it's just you get what you get. Yeah. They, they kind of mm. went away with that. You look at Red Dead on PlayStation 4 Pro next to Xbox One X, and the Xbox One X has all these enhancements that also mm -hmm. make it run better. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I, I mean, Sony clearly has sold more units, but I, I don't like the fact that they released this sort of middle-of-the-road hardware yeah. at an interesting time. And I have not I, I, I haven't either, so yeah. I, I have surprised. base versions of both. Uh -huh. Right. I was kind of surprised to see it not be more impressive, but... Mm -hmm. I remember, I remember we came I back and PS4 did our coverage. <laughs> we came back, we did that coverage from the event, and we're just like, uh, okay. Mm. <laughs> like, we, we didn't really know how to tackle it. Anyway, sorry, just thinking about tech yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what this is about, right? It's mm -hmm. about the hardware running these games. Yeah. And so I, I cannot yeah. wait to do timing tests for load time. This is how nerdy I <laughs> yeah. am. I'm stoked to do loading time comparisons of the, the Scarlet and the PS5. Dustin, I can't mm -hmm. wait so, to put that in a chart on a wiki page. <laughs> so happy yeah. for you, Dustin. So the, thing, the thing that they <laughs> don't mention that some games have done is, and, and who knows if this will be the case, is sometimes when games do kind of cross the generational leap, they'll they'll kind of be like, like Scarlet or not Scarlet Halo Infinite is going to have like split screen co-op. And it's like, there are some times where it's like, Oh, but the Xbox one version like won't have that, you know? And they, Oh man, they, I didn't even features. think about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like certain missing features. I, I can't think of any games. I tried looking it up there. There are definitely games that it was like, this feature is only on the newer consoles. Destiny. Didn't. Is that what you mean? Like destiny Two? how they have, exclusives on playstation and exclusive strikes no no no, no. i mean like hardware limitations where it's like hey this and i'm not talking about 30 like fps right versus okay. 60 i'm oh. talking about like hey There's i know there are specific There's a call of duty for sure i was gonna say that, I, it might be call of duty where it's like it yeah on 360 there's no split screen because they can't run two versions oh. of the game to get uh you know on the old hardware but on the new or on the new one it, it has it. And, so, yeah, okay. like it's missing it's features. Halo Infinite, yeah. do we know yet? Is it coming out on Scarlet and the Xbox One at the same time? Everything's I mean, coming yeah. out at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Same on time. PC, Xbox One, just the whole suite of... Oh, yeah, family. PCs in the mix, yes. too. Which so is crazy, because, like, like yeah. they... Mm -hmm. Master Chief Collection isn't even on. It's coming. It, will, it, it is it will this be. year, yeah. but it will be, yeah. someday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait I mean, for it. <laughs> shortly, hopefully. Yeah. But, no, that's crazy that it's coming out to both at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen Halo Reach... Played on a PC, and, and it's, it's definitely so exists. <laughs> Speaking of Halo, just sort of uh, on the Halo subject, I did a a report where we talked about Halo Outpost Discovery. I went to the one in Florida, yeah. and uh, I think they just had their last one. It was in Anaheim, California, and I was incredibly happy to see that they implemented all the fan feedback, and I heard really great things about uh, Philadelphia and the other locations. So right. to hear that they implemented upon that and improved the event has me excited to see if they do it again and then are able to continue to improve upon the service that they offered. It really, like, I was trying to do a consumer service. It didn't come off right tonally, but I was really happy to see that the, the feedback was implemented well, and I did want to at least update on Unlocked yeah. that I heard great things about the follow-up events. Well, that's great. I, I do hope they bring that back because... Obviously, mm. I don't think a lot of us got to travel to go do that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I would love to see it come through again somewhere. And I, I know like 
the thing is with the U.S. too is that it's just so big that it's mm-hmm. really hard to get events like that mm-hmm. around so many different parts of the country. And so a rerun would be really great for the people who had missed out on and obviously yeah. would love to go. It's like they tried to hit like time zone areas yeah. <laughs> of, this, of the country. Just yeah. cute big things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cool. That's Halo. I'm so excited. I miss the Chief, and I, I don't. Anytime we bring up Halo, I just keep hoping that they do more cool Easter eggs, like that one that you guys the talked QR about code. before. The QR yeah. code. I yeah. lost my mind when I saw that. I was like, what? Yeah. You heard the anyway, Cortana yeah. thing too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's really neat. I love that shit. I'm so just much. so excited to have <laughs> I lost split screen again. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I. It was important for a lot of people. Actually, yeah. it was. The, I had so much fun with all the previous Halos playing playing co-op split, split screen. Like especially like in high school, like every day when Halo Two and Halo Three came out, that's all we did. Mm-hmm. But once they they took that away in Halo Five, like I didn't even t- I haven't even played Halo Five. Like don't kill me, but like I'm I'm excited to go back to Halo Infinite because the split screen co-op is coming back. I don't know what I just hit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> just that ferocity. Yeah. They're like, you didn't play Halo screen. Five. The internet is coming. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh gosh. Yeah, it's all good. Well, cool. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. Another adventure in space. The Outer Wilds will have permadeath. Outer, its- Outer Worlds. Outer Wilds. Oh my God! I wrote the wrong yeah. thing. Yeah. Outer Worlds. Yeah. Will have I mean, Outer Wilds is in space. I think and everyone can <laughs> permadeath. And you can. I think. Everyone in the office has made that mistake oh at gosh. least twice. Yeah. Hey guys. There's so many. There's Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds, then there's Outward. They're like, come on, guys. Hey, guys. What if this was an elaborate plan for me to tell you to play Outer Wilds because it's on, on Game Pass? Pass. It is. It is so good. It is like one of my favorite games of this year. Just got to say that again. Just please. Please play it. Anyway. I'm sorry for interrupting your segment no, about Outer fine. Wilds <laughs> plugging. Yeah, I just, this is my show now, guys. Sorry. Ryan's gone. It's all on me uh anyway so outer worlds will have some pretty cool changes depending on your difficulty and it's mostly just the hardest difficulty which is called supernova um so you can only start with this like if you pick it you have to start pick at the beginning and you can Mm -hmm. go down from this difficulty but you can't go back up to it um because there's some like pretty intense features that it has if you do start with it uh so enemies have more health do more damage obviously standard but you must eat drink and sleep to survive companions can die permanently a crippled body and limb conditions can only be healed with bed rest weapons and armor work poorly at zero durability you can only fast travel to your ship you can only sleep inside um accepting flaws is mandatory i don't know what that means there's a new flaw system actually so like if you fail a mission too many times they're like, okay, now your stealth is worse. Now you must accept then, your flaws. And then you have to accept it. Forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wait, I've how do you, how do you get a flaw? If you fail a mission repeatedly, <gasps> eventually they're just like, all right, you're dumb now. Yeah. There's yeah. like a whole flaw system in the game. That's cool. We have a video on IGN explaining how the, the system works. I have to watch that after. Yeah. Janet Garcia, shout out. Yay, Janet. Um, and then you can only manually save inside your ship, and auto saves are limited compared to other difficulty options. Okay. So it's like, very substantial Mm -hmm. yeah which is so cool because i love seeing that final difficulty really change up the game and Mm -hmm. that rarely ever happens usually it's just well it's a lot harder Mm -hmm. yeah and this is beyond that that's like yes the challenge but also (laughs) you got to survive and your companions can die Mm -hmm. i like playing games on hard i don't like eat and drink mechanics i love it yeah that's the only thing that's the only thing i'm like i gotta eat all the time it just becomes an annoyance to me more than like a, a challenging mechanic 
I think the thing is for me. Then you're just holding on to 300 cheese wheels or something. So you <laughs> That's have fun a food though. To eat. You, you want real art mode? <laughs> if you only eat cheese, then like other bodily functions don't work was, properly. <laughs> you know. I was just playing. You gotta have a balanced it. diet. Yeah. Dragon Quest Builders Two does that. It makes you eat to keep your stamina up and something. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, fallouts do it. Yeah, uh, yeah like they have their. Yeah. This is fairly similar to survival mode. I like that the the companions can die. That's something like yeah. Fallout Four kind of did away with. Is like actually like people being able to actually die it's like nick valentine's on the ground you just stim pack him we're yeah. good to go You're my fun. favorite um, mod was you can kill preston garvey <laughs> <laughs> a settlement's interesting shut up preston <laughs> yeah, yeah so i think that'll be a fun way to play it um i so the reason i actually do like when you have to eat is because yeah. I love cooking mechanics in oh, games. Okay. And even if this doesn't have like that kind of thing, like just having a balanced meal, like for instance, not just finding a billion cheese bills, but also yeah. buying them an apple if I can. Yeah. And then maybe <laughs> find them a good dinner. It's like that weird, very in-depth RPG mindset, like where I get into that game and like try to make it as realistic as possible for me. Um, I, you, I like just enjoy that. And you, you might like Dragon Quest Builders too, where you have to make <laughs> all your people balance meals. Yep, it's <laughs> Do you go into a house that you've either uh, robbed or acquired, and then set a plate with a knife and fork, and then put, and then take the apple out of your inventory, <laughs> then set it on, and like make a dinner for yourself? It's too much. But I actually did that in Fallout. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I like, set the table that's, and stuff. That's like, kind of my adorable. House. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna have yeah. soup. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. It's very goofy, but yeah. It's just fun. I yeah. Think, I, I don't know. I love living in video games. I'm just mm. like really Immersion. Good. Yeah. It's like the people that read all the books in Skyrim. Yeah. So I'm excited for the Outer Worlds. Yeah. The Outer Worlds is going to, is like difficulty. shot up there very quick. Like the game looked cool. And then I remember John Ryan went to the preview of it and he came back and he's like, hey, so like I know it looks new and flashy. Like that new trailer looked like super newish and stuff. He's like, this is like, 2010 fallout new vegas and it was like when i was watching the footage and you were like sold yeah i really was because <laughs> yeah. i love new vegas and mm -hmm. like watching the footage and, and seeing like you go up and talk to somebody and it's like the camera zooms in and they're just like center screen and everything goes blurry around them and i'm like this is so fallout <laughs> like I, i'm uh, stoked for this game me too. yeah i can't believe that they actually went the direction of having your player character not talk mm -hmm. but uh i'm down with it like i'm i'm down with everything about this game it looks really really cool i'm not quite sold yet but the difficulty i know well, I, I, think, <laughs> I think it's the type of game that i have to play to see if i'll get into or not yeah you like fallout totally fair. i was I like gonna fallout. say i think i, I think, think like we're super I, like we're crazy fallout fans mm -hmm. i i know you two are and i am as well mm -hmm. and so it's i think it's just one of those things where it's like this seems to be scratching that fallout itch more than i thought it was going to and that's why I'm I'm more excited than I thought I was going to be. Yeah, I think part of that too is me not wanting to learn too much about it because this might be a game I get to play like for fun, mm -hmm. but for of course game of the year consideration yeah. and all of that. So I just want to take it in as I can. Yeah, I and you can I, I and might... you can play it on the Switch. Oh, cool! Play it anywhere. I don't Wait, I'm going to do that. That's... I wouldn't. No, <laughs> that's I would, a huge, I it's a huge open world or, game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a huge open world game. I was like, oh, I look, don't I'm, know about the, the Switch version. Yeah, no. Look, I'm the host of the Nintendo podcast. This game is not. Gonna be as good on Switch. <laughs> yeah. nope. I, I might play on my Xbox. I, I actually kind of still prefer playing Fallout on on console, but you know you lose out on all those super mods. cool mods. Yeah. Oh yeah, mods. Mod PC, you can like. I don't. Like, I don't tilt mod. Tilt in all your loot. 
that you need to build your crazy arena. Remember yeah, because why play the game when you can just tilt your way through a door? <laughs> but like when we used to do the monster battle videos. Those are good. You know? Yeah, but this is not built on that engine. You no, definitely mod it, though. I'm just saying that's why PC's fun. It's Sorry. true. Anyway, yeah. it's fine. We got to move on because we're running out of time. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, we, we are on a tight schedule today. And we're going to get kicked out. Um, so I'm just going to quickly mention that Respawn is te teasing a new Apex Legends character. Woo. Shout out to Tina Sanchez. It, it literally says woo right there. Yeah. Woo. Uh, she's working at IGN and she posted two images of her in a motion capture suit holding a cane. Um, Crypto is like the rumored to be the next character and he's been teased a little bit, assuming he's a he. And uh, yeah. And they also announced this new uh, temporary solo mode as part of an event that's starting on August 13th and ends on the 27th. Do you think they might implement a permanent solo mode? Because that would be very exciting. I would assume it depends on the popularity and okay. how well the solo mode goes. Full disclosure, I've been here long enough that I used I can say I worked with Tina. She worked directly across from my desk. Oh, cool. <laughs> I never got to work with her. Yeah. I just knew she worked here. I was way oh, back cool. in the day. We joke about being sisters. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a, she's a very kind person. Yeah. Um, she also came to work in mocap gear all the time. It was weird. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's just like yeah. her preferred. Yeah, that's just what outfit. she wears. I don't know why this is such a big story. You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That's her dressing up. I actually know yeah. who that is. I forgot. Yeah. I met her. We, they came and took a picture with us. Cool. When Apex first came out. Anyway, that's Apex. Stoke for a new hero. What was the last one? Watson, right? Yep, Watson. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. you play a crap at Apex. Yeah, I play a lot of Apex. Yeah. I haven't gotten to play as much lately just because things have been fun at home but uh <laughs> it's fine anyway let's go on to our next story just because i solo mode 813 to 827 i said that oh sorry i missed it how dare you anyway <laughs> i had to make my, I had to make my dumb tina joke no, all right it's great tina's great you're great <laughs> bam you. i'm gonna steal you bam. you're great you're great no you're but not me <laughs> you're breathtaking <laughs> anyway let's move on to something that's not breathtaking i guess <laughs> Ninja. So, okay, yes, Ninja moved to Mixer. Like, that's, I guess that's the big news. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, he yeah. did, and he broke his uh, record on subs already. Because they basically give them to you for free. Well, so. he, he broke his record on, like, right. viewer count, but that was, like, on his first stream. That was always going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how well it's been going. I, I It could be 100% fine. I this is this is a bigger story. Like people write this off all the time. The whole ninja oh. moving to mixer thing. It is a huge story that a platform hired one streamer, and that one streamer was able to garner them enough interest to almost uh, rationalize whatever they paid him behind closed doors. The I I heard a ridiculous number. I don't know if it's true though. It's fake. Yeah, who it's fake? really okay, yeah. knows? Cool. Mm -hmm. But also that's a parody account. Don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fake yeah. news. Mm -hmm. Um, the thing is. With with this, it's like kind of curious to see how this plays on the long term, right? Because mm -hmm. do people really care about Mixer that much? Like, yes, but you hired this big guy, but mm -hmm. yeah. But what about a lot else, right? lot of speculation? This is a long play for Halo. He's a he's mm -hmm. Halo oh, yes. bred. Yes, you're right. Mm -hmm. That's his like. They wanted to get him over there, build and, the audience, yeah. and then mm -hmm. he'll play Halo Infinite. And like that could be. Twitch has something happened with Twitch. I don't know what, but I mean. They got I just, I just like that it shows that yeah. free agencies. I know that I know this isn't the topic, but it's like I just like that free agency mm -hmm. is like a, a thing. The fact that he was able to, he's not beholden to Twitch. You would yeah. think he would be, and then he's like, "No, nah, I'm going to go to Mixer." Yeah. The weird like, thing about his cool. announcement for me was that he kept saying, "I'm going back to my roots." It's like, what does that even mean? Halo. The Halo thing is the way I kind of took that was, I think he kind of had fun building his audience. And now he's so far on top that it's like, 
maybe he just doesn't see it as a challenge anymore is kind of how I took it as like he's just like he's always going to be number one on Twitch now like he's just so far ahead that it's like maybe he wants to try to help another platform grow and see himself like maybe he's just like there's no more growth for him on Twitch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's the biggest yeah and so back to his roots is like streamers want to build their own growth and maybe that's kind of what he I don't think that really changes by him moving another platform though I mean, like the, the dude makes six maybe not him, maybe not him, <laughs> but yeah. like as far That's as like just platform from his subscribers, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he makes a lot. We'll see, it's, it'll be interesting. Um, but mixers also come under fire because now that it is more popular, mm-hmm. people are noticing some weird things about it. Um, specifically, its clothing guide, which is mm, something else. So a lot of people <laughs> have been talking about this on Twitter. Um, and I've pointed out that there are three categorizations for your streams. So there's family-friendly streams, and the rules say that clothing must cover the entire visible body from a few inches above the bust line. It cannot be strapless and should show little to no cleavage. That's family-friendly. So, Ariel, you are not (laughs) family-friendly. Teen streams, clothing can reveal more than a hint of cleavage, but still covers the entire visible body. It cannot be strapless. Okay, um, 18 plus streams doesn't even worth mentioning about, but the whole thing is like, wait, what? And also the thing with 18 plus streams, you can't still can't be that raunchy on Mixer regardless, even if you are 18 plus. 18 mm-hmm. plus is just, if you are showing a lot of cleavage with spaghetti straps, like you are now 18 plus. So if it's like you are wearing an outfit for 95 degree weather in Florida, you are now an adult only person, which is ridiculous. So with the wardrobe you two are wearing today, where do you fall on the mixer guidelines? Oh, I mean, I have like plenty of spaghetti straps and like. With, with what you have on now. Because oh, like, I, yeah. I don't understand fashion, so I don't okay. know. Oh, you're like, what <laughs> like, am I wearing today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Today I'd be family friendly. If I undid this one button, I would now be. Adults only? I would be teen, but if I was wearing a different bra, I'd be 18 plus. I actually don't know okay. if you're family friendly. You might be teen. Oh, right now? Yeah, because you're, oh. you're the... V-neck oh, because it's a V-neck? Further down. If I was wearing a different bride, Maybe. 18. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's yeah. so silly. Mm-hmm. Like, you're talking to adults, like, streaming. And yes, of course, I think they're trying to nip in the bud, like, something like the e-girls and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and like, they don't want... And, and I guess moderating for that is really hard. And I get it. But at the same time, it's so grossly just focused on women and saying, like, you can't wear mm-hmm. spaghetti straps. Like, are you kidding me? Am I in middle school again? And also, like some, mm-hmm. like some women are different sizes, and they could wear the same oh. shirt I wear, and now they are eighteen plus, even because for wearing the same shirt. The cleavage part, just because of the cleavage yeah. part, it just it looks different depending on how you're built. Yeah, and it all comes down to comfort. Like some clothes yeah. are just more comfortable for women than others, and it suddenly puts them in eighteen plus, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. that's great. Thanks. I, I read this. It's actually like three pages long. They're clothing clause. It's a lot. I went, mm-hmm. went on the website and I'm like. I found one oh. page. Weirdly. Uh, like if you were to print, it's like two, two okay. and a half pages okay, probably. Okay, That's what I was basing off. Yeah. Uh, so I, I looked through it and I'm like, okay, I think I get what you're trying to avoid, which mm-hmm. is what you said, mm-hmm. nip in the bud. People that are just basically, um, you know, whatever you refer to them as, you know, e-girls. I e-girls. Think. Yeah. Um, but. This is so, it's like they assign some guy, like, figure out how to write this in text. Yeah. And when you write it all down, it comes off 
impersonal. very limiting. And like yeah. some of this, of course, too conservative. that would be harder yeah. for like some men to feel like wearing tank tops or something. Mm-hmm. But Oh, yeah. They, they specifically say like if a man has no shirt, he also is, yeah. uh, he would be adult only. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and also no robes or open shirts either. So yep. that would also affect both. There's both a pajamas clause. What? There's a clause about if you're wearing nightwear, nightwear, for example. Hmm. There's also a thing about swimsuits. It's like it, they're only appropriate if you're like on a family-friendly beach setting or something. It's it's very specific. Well, yeah. yeah. They get really into it. And again, like I understand like making rules for these things is very hard, but yeah. also, you know, just. There's, I'm trying to think of a little bit of revaluation to like better make sure that you're serving your community while, you know, taking care of the problems, but you're not harming your community. It's coming off, uh, detached or too conservative and I get what they're trying to do. I think they need to work on the messaging. Now the whole like Mm -hmm. no cleavage at all thing is just weird or like, Mm -hmm. uh, just how cuts work too. It's like how much you need to be covered and they talk about like different bones and stuff. It's like, what? Oh yeah. Like the torso clause Mm -hmm. and like, like no under. Well, they, they started the whole thing with (laughs) like explaining. That's that's fine. Yeah. yeah. They, They started with like explaining like how, bodies work they were like they they, it was like this whole thing and it was like when we say this we mean this and when we say this and they're like and now here are the rules (laughs) imagine being the person who had to write this though and just being like you want me to do what this is a collarbone i'm trying to this is a good pass let's get medical with it i'm trying to think of the best solution and i i really think just like make sure you are obviously wearing clothing on stream and Mm-hmm. Don't make the focus anything adults. And well, I guess that is a lot more vague and people could get away with more. But I mean, their enforcement is probably like if somebody is overtly yeah. trying to like be an e-girl, mm-hmm. you know, then they're going to probably contact them and be like, hey, look, like, yeah, we see what you're doing. Yeah. Don't do that. Look at our guidelines, like try and make it a little more family friendly. Yeah, I, I guess hope, I'm, I'm, I hope, I'm I don't wondering, know if anybody's come under fire. For I, that, that's, that's the question as well is like, is this just a precaution and they're not actually going to go after yeah, people they unless they implementing it? are mm-hmm. obviously trying to yeah. attract that kind of audience or are they actually going after someone who's wearing a V-neck t-shirt with big breasts that just happens to have a little bit of cleavage? I stream on Twitch and sometimes uh, they'll contact, they have a bounty board system, for example, and mm-hmm. like uh, apparently we're not really supposed to talk about <laughs> so uh they're like uh yeah so they they sort of talked about that and uh they've contacted me about that so it's like when they recognize that something's happening then they'll they'll contact you or like i'll notice i don't have enough concurrence so i just cancel it for example like mm. there's all these systems that these places have and it's sort of like when they notice a bad thing's happening they'll they'll contact you but hmm. this is probably just a precautionary yeah. measure yeah and that's- that comes off uh Harsh. Conservative and That's harsh. what it read yeah. as. And I think when mm-hmm. a, someone from Mixer had made a comment about it a while back about them just trying to put things in place to keep it mm-hmm. a little bit safer for kids and mm-hmm. stuff. And like, I totally get that. But at the same time, like, you know, <laughs> like uh, guys, spaghetti straps. Let's, really? let's, it's 2019, guys. Let's, yeah, you know, let's grow up a little and it, bit. And it also yeah. just seems to open it up to be able for people to complain because someone could just go on someone they don't like. And if their shirt is like a tiny bit, too low cut to show I a little bit of cleavage. Em. They can be like, <laughs> yeah. this person is a teen plus stream actually only, and they're listed as family friendly. Please go get them. Yeah. Like, anyway, yeah, <laughs> it's like a weird conversation, and hopefully by everyone talking about it, like, you know, they'll look at it and maybe make some changes. Yeah. But hopefully it is just a precaution. Uh, Ninja's new yeah. home. Yeah. They'll <laughs> probably, they'll probably, 
look at it, yeah. come back out with a statement in like a month or something and be like, hey, look, we looked at it. It's bad. I mean, it's not it. going to affect Ninja because he won't stream with women anyway. So <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's that's that whole thing. <laughs> anyway, that's our episode of Unlocked. Thanks for joining <laughs> on this uh, fun ride. This fun summer ride. Go play Monster Hunter. Play Outer Wilds. That's what I got. So you guys had anything to plug before we head What out? is a palico? I told you. Oh, my God. Mark. <laughs> I'm just, I forgot. It's a what feline. was that monster's name? Which one? The, Toby Kadachi. Toby the, yeah, I, I used to have a Toby Kadachi and it died. <laughs> but it, and then they banned him in school and they didn't like that. Mark, you're just so wonderful. I used to have those. Those were cool. If you've been wondering, I almost got my Destiny Solstice set. Ooh. I was wondering. Nobody was wondering. I was. I was. That kept me up all night. Wondering. That grind sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, sorry. It's like... A, the thing you would do in Monster Hunter when nothing else is going on, they're yeah. like, "Please hey. explain it to in terms she <laughs> <Yeah>. would understand." <laughs> well, that's like in Monster. Hunter. Guy, I'm taking your role <laughs> now. Wait, wow! Please tell me more. Oh yeah, well, you see, no the way. reason you would do it is because Armor 2.0 is 2.0. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll do the real. Okay, I'm gonna say, wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Thanks, uh, everybody. Yeah, thanks you guys so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. There's a fade out. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.